book to movie adaptation of The Color This is our second episode on The Color Purple. We have reviewed this before. Um, I think in like our second season or something. Yeah, something like that. But since there was a new adaptation that came out this year, last year. Yeah, so last year. Yeah, I don't know what year it is. <laughs> um, but voice we just came out, we decided to do another episode to give you guys another adaptation. Awesome. Well, right. a little background story. Sorry, the book came out in 2000, not 2000, 1982, written mm-hmm. by Alice Walker. There was an adaptation from 1985, and then the 2023 version is the second adaptation. There also is a theatrical, like Broadway play. I have not seen the play, but somebody has, hence why she has on that shirt. Other side. There we go. Um, I wish I had seen it. I had seen it, excuse me. You have. Well, you saw the movie now. Yes, but like live tangibly right there i love plays i love musicals so that is something that i definitely would still i didn't really want to see oh i watch um uh musicals probably like once a week i think recite hamilton and the greatest showman like the back of my hand we go to Um, Broadway all the time i didn't realize that kinky boots is one of my favorites let's not go into that tangent because i'm going to do that right but this one i absolutely loved so let's now give you the floor that i cut you off for so let me just say that, yes, I did go see the Broadway play. I also saw it when it came to D.C. So I've seen the Broadway play, I think, three times, twice in New York and one in D.C., once in D.C. I didn't do it. Now Now I know. Um, and so when I saw it in D.C., Fantasia was the lead. She was playing the silly role. So I was so excited to hear that she was going to be playing that same role in the movie. And I know there's a lot of mixed feelings about the movie, but I think people were not prepared for the fact that it was going to be based on the Broadway play and not necessarily the original movie. But I was excited about it because I love the play. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it was so good. And I know we don't have any wine we're talking about today because this is just sort of a, a quick recap because we, we've we already done a review on this, this yeah. book before. So we won't get into that, but... Um, I actually loved that it was a musical from a person that's not seen the Broadway musical and seen, of course, the um, 1985 movie as just a movie. And all you had was like Shug, um, I'm a set Shug Knight, Shug Avery singing. (laughs) And then now you have like, you know, the whole cast singing. I actually love that they were able to give us something different. As a person that has not seen the Broadway stuff. So it's like, you know, it wasn't just like a, a remake. I feel like it was a remake and plus a little bit of razzle-dazzle to it. Oh, the razzle-dazzle. And then the music and the play. Right. Push the I just feel like you take Oprah, well, number one, you take Steven Spielberg. You take Oprah. You take the star-studded cast. And that's what you get. You get a phenomenal movie. And everyone- Never better in my life. Even casting and or producing, I feel like they knew what they were like uh, up against to where if they failed at this project, they were going to be blacklisted from like <laughs> Right, because so it's like an iconic movie. They put their all and some stank and a bag of chips and their mama's kitchen sink, everything into this adaptation. Yeah, It was so good. Like, so I don't even know 
Well, okay. So let me just say, if we if, we're, if we want to talk a little bit about adaptation wise and like adaptation from like the play, of course it was spot on. Every single character, like you guys said, that they picked for the roles were just phenomenal. But, and I guess we could just move into the cast and make this kind of a willy nilly review because it kind of is, but <laughs> the characters in this uh, musical match the also the movie. So there are slight differences from the play and the movie. Yeah. And I feel like this new movie really geared towards the play, but the characters look and just reminded you so much of the original movie yeah. that it just blew me away. I was so happy to see Whoopi Goldberg's appearance in the movie. Yes, the midwife. Yes. For her own character, for Celie, that was pretty cool. That was amazing. And, and the, I didn't even know that was going to happen. So I didn't either. So I, oh, okay. I didn't know. know half the people. I didn't do any. I just know I loved it, knew I was going to see it. And that was it. Of course, I knew Fantasia. Of course, Taraji. I knew Taraji. Yeah. And oh, what's my girl's name? Danielle Brooks. Yes, Danielle. Danielle. Of course, I knew that. But I just remember when we were watching it and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole movie. But I didn't either. I didn't look up any of that I, either. So that's one of the things that we try not to do, like with spoilers, with actually looking up details of the movies, of the casting, um, besides if it's already like screamed in our face. But we try not to like split for ourselves. Yeah. And I feel like this one was a true evidence of that. Like all of us, like we kept saying in the movie, I didn't know, like I didn't know Taraji could sing. So like oh, we're in the middle of the movie, you're sitting together in the middle of the day, and I turned around the tree, but I didn't know she can sing. And people were like, shh. I know. So it's so crazy. Like I've been following Taraji for so long. And so I knew that her start in the entertainment industry was in the at the Spirit of Washington. Like she was a performer on the Spirit of Washington in Washington, DC. And so I knew she could sing because that's what she did on the boat. She sung on the boat. But let me tell you, Taraji, like, did that duet with Fantasia. And first of all, Fantasia would be so intimidating to me that I would be like, yeah, I ain't doing that. Mm -mm." But she held her own. And that song was so beautiful. Taraji sounded amazing. She blew me away. Like, I was so impressed with her talent. The push the button song. Push the button song. When she had to, for one, when she mentioned her grand entrance, like mm-hmm. that entrance <laughs> on the boat, grand. Um, but having that whole singing, dancing, the camaraderie to take, like you know, this idea of a juke something like in your backyard mm-hmm. and actually making it, like I mean, that's what you had to do back then. Is you had to find a way to harmonize and harmonize like voices, but like synchronize as a people mm-hmm. and have a good time. And I feel like that scene really portrayed that. Like, yeah, we're in the middle of a swamp in Georgia and, you know, it's like the house is raggedy, but at the same time, we're here to celebrate and listen to music together. Right. And her grand entrance and how everyone was up dancing together really symbolized that like people of color, they literally know how to make the best of the worst. We do, right? And <laughs> then just endure, enjoying like life, life, right? That's yeah, I mean, enjoying was, life and just... Uh, the story with her kind of being a mess is, is what it is. But at the same time, I think it was really a great representation of like, not just like Black culture, but like how literally people come together in the most odd times, bad times, good times, happy times. They come bring you a plate for Thanksgiving to like, mm-hmm. you know, the jail that you really shouldn't be in. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they're not family. But at the same time, you are family because you're in one cohesive unit. So exactly. 
Well, so stick it on that. Yes, like, here I go. Let's stick it on that. That was a chain from the book. Yeah. Where, I mean, Sophia said her, her line where, you know, Miss Seely, I didn't think that I was going to make it, but you came and you showed me love. And she said that same similar line in the first, uh, the, in the original movie, but it was for a different scene. It was when she saw her and was helping her grocery shop in the grocery store. And this time, excuse me, she said it because Seely was bringing her food. So that was a change, but I loved it and it worked. Um, and so you still got the feel of Steely yeah. helping Sophia yeah. when Sophia was just like at her wit's end. Yeah. And so I love the way that they they, they uh, continue to bring that into the movie. I just, I mean, Danielle Brooks did such a good job. Like, of course, in the first movie that 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 was phenomenal, but she really played that part. You could see her just broke it. Like all... I, because I'm in the movie again. All I felt was just broken, like uh, broken. So I have two things to say about that. Is I feel like you know playing that role of Sophia, she had to live up to Oprah playing the character previously, and the producer. So I got to play you in front of you. Exactly. So I got to do not my best, but the best of the best, and she brought it. And I mean, she brought it to where, like, I myself don't really cry in movies. But when she looked up and her eyes were red and, like, the tears were pouring down her face, my dummy self looked to my left and I see Raya bawling. And I'm like, Lynn, don't cry. Lynn, don't Broken. cry. I'm fanning my face. Like, all right. Because, I mean, the way that she portrayed how broken uh, Sophia's character got. Danielle Brooks was broken too. I, we all were broken. We were all in that cell beside exactly. her. We felt it. And how even like before she even said any words about like, don't leave me here. I can't stay here, which was hard enough. But just seeing her face. But not, I mean, if she doesn't win an award, I'm going to be. She just, didn't win the Golden Globe. Yeah, but it's Golden Globe. I mean, like, let's, yeah, let's get yeah. further on to more award <laughs> shows. Let's kind right. of slow down here. I got, I got some opinions about that anyway. But oh, yeah. Um, me too. But um, with her but no, I, I agree facing a character that is literally like probably standing behind the camera watching you, <laughs> you got to do better than her. I'd be so intimidated and she rocked it. She, I she know she did. I, those ladies work so well together and you could just see it afterwards, even in the promos, like you can tell they gelled on that set and it was just, it was beautiful. I would love to have watched what was happening on that set I while that like a documentary yeah. out because I would love to just be a fly on the wall yeah. just enjoying their camaraderie their like black girl magic I, I would just love the real scenes not what's in gossip columns and everything else exactly because when you listen to them talk I mean they talk about how they were all there for each other and yeah. they really have a bond and including the bond between Taraji and Oprah even though people are trying to make you think there was tension between them and it was not Oprah, Taraji said Oprah was in her corner through all the things that she's battling. So I don't know, I'm sure everybody's watching this has been hearing about Taraji's sadness on the news. And, and some people are trying to equate it to the fact that Oprah wasn't trying to pay her. And it was that was not the fact. And they made that very clear. So I'm happy to hear that. And everybody was supporting each other. But talking about who was in that movie, I mean, first of all, I had no idea Dion Cole was going to be with in the movie. Crazy age. Which I love him. And you know, Sierra was supposed to be in the movie. Me either. I was sitting there watching it. I was like, was that Sierra? Well, what about her? Like she was 
Well, I no, I knew her was going to be in there. I didn't know her was going to be in that movie either. I was like, yeah, what's going on? She was squeaky. Yeah, she was whatever. squeak. Squeak, yeah. Yeah, I, I knew that she would be in the movie, but I know her. Who her character was. And, so Howie, was like, and Howie Bailey. Oh, of course. Yes. What a given. She was good. Yeah. But that wasn't Howie. That wasn't that wasn't her sister. I thought it was the other Bailey sister. No. Okay. It was Allie. Okay, maybe it was Allie. You know I butchered them every time. I know. So I messed me. it up. They look so much alike, but they're both so talented. So it's definitely not a negative. But and even um Tamala Man, uh Tamala Man. Mm-hmm, I mean, she was Tamala in that opening scene because mom was in the movie with her. She was like, wait, is that and I was like, yeah, don't you know that voice? Mm-hmm. I knew that voice. As soon as she started singing, I said, bang on. Exactly. David Allen Greer, I didn't know he could sing either. And when, of course, where our treatment's like, well, duh. And I'm like, I just, you see him as this, like, you know, jokester mm-hmm. in every movie that he does that you forget that these people, like, literally are, like, multi-talented actors, yeah. singers, yeah. dancers. I just, and I decided out about the dance, so I'm about to go on another tangent, is... There was actual real tap dancing in there. And of course, as a former tap dancer, I saw it. And I was like, Fantasia actually did like choreographed tap steps when she was on the bar in Miss Seeley's pants place or whatever. I was just like, I was so pleased by that. There's so many times there's like this fake dancing to where like you can tell there's like a, a, a tap over um, basically, but you can see that it was real tapping. Um, have you seen Fantasia live? No, mm-hmm. because we let go go in and we tapping all day long. <laughs> she puts on a good show. She puts on a really good show. What was I going to say? Oh, David Allen Greer. So, you know, he plays the preacher role so well, but it was hard to watch him in the serious preacher role because I'm so you waiting for the smirk to come. You know how he was on Martin. <laughs> everybody was on mine i was like oh my gosh i cannot take him in the serious preacher role right now he is so good (laughs) but he was so good and to see luke gossett jr in there luke gossett jr was hilarious to me i was like that was cute although now that scene that scene um when celie was shaving well i guess she wasn't shaving luke gossett Mm. when she was saving mr who was. She was about to cut Mr. Annette. Like was that Mr. one Annette? wasn't as powerful as the one in the movie to me. Oh yeah. So that one, that I feel like that felt a little bit short to show like how she was really getting ready to kill him. And it was Suge that saved his life from yeah. that. I also think um the scene with her and David Allen Greer, like to me, I was I was like, what? Oh, I mean, yeah. it was still emotional. Of course, we all know I was still crying and everything. But I wanted to hear my song so bad. God is trying to tell you something Mm. right now, right now. So mom said that there's something going on with the release of that because they did not sing that song in the play either. Mm. And she said that she was asking the actors when we went to see the play. I think it was when we went to see it in D.C. And they were saying that they couldn't get the music release for the play. So rights or something about that. So I think that's why they didn't really see. I mean, she sung like what a bar in the movie which is probably all you can get away with when you don't have a release but um but then they said then she said i was like quincy jones and i'm like i don't know but i'm just like that's to me one of the best songs and of course hell no was the one of the best songs in the play to me i loved that song because that was that was some 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 female strength what you're not gonna do is hit me and then, and then, and then, mm-hmm. and then, how about um, the scene where Fantasia was singing in her store? I was literally just thinking that um, that whole that scene right there. Well, Ray was crying again because you could hear it. Um, 
<laughs> but also, so I watched the Fantasia documentary or the movie from years ago about how you know she struggled growing up and people made fun of like, the way that she looked, saying that you know her voice would never go anywhere because her looks didn't match, which that's complete BS because Celie had all the junk in the trunk in this whole movie, but doesn't matter. Point is, I think that her singing that song, um, uh, it's drawing a blank to me, um, but her acapella song at the end of the movie, hearing the power behind it, I feel like, um, yes, and I feel like Fantasia really felt that as herself and then put that strength into Celie's character to sing that song even stronger and better than like what anybody could ever expect. Mm -hmm. I mean, they know it was going to be great, but I think that because of her own struggles with her own career and how people um, try to pigeonhole her in different ways, that she just took that power and mm-hmm. something even stronger. They took advantage of her. And I'm she here. Really, she had a, I'm yes. here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, that was where that's that one was some goosebumps. It was in the movie theater. Like, Ooh. I just cried. My, I swear, my eyes were swollen the next day. Yes, time. we know you were crying throughout the whole movie. Yeah, Which, I could have looked over there and. Got a little tear dried off from Don Simpson. I would have. I was just getting ready to say that. We just happened to be sitting in the movie theater right next to Mr. Donnie Simpson and Pam Simpson. Um, so that was cool. We didn't really engage in conversation, but mom and I did in the hallway when we bumped into him. But that was really nice. I meant to listen to the radio on Monday to see when he, if he talked about it. Oh, yeah. And I forgot all about it. How about the scene at the end in the tree? Mm-hmm. Where Nettie and... Uh, the family came, they were sitting around the tree. Oh, when they were having a big dinner. It was so cute that she was like, well, I mean, the whole town's already here. I don't know who else is going to be there. And Mr. was wearing them pants. I know oh, it's going to be funny, but they chose the most outlandish, obnoxious. I mean, it's a brother. And that's Southern Georgia. Like, he know he was sweating them pants realistically, but. That was hilarious. And I like that because I'm going to tell you, that original version of Color Purple, do you know how long it took for me to actually be able to watch Danny Glover in a movie <laughs> hating him because he is so mean as Mr. I mean, which of course is the makeup of a great actor because you really believe he was that character. But this Mr. at the end, he just he got became more personable where you actually didn't despise him at the end of the movie. Him going up to the door and turning back around and be like, well, if I sold some land, could I like get his, her family here? And I was just like, finally, we don't have to hate you for the next 25 years. I'm still hate you. I'm still hate you. Haley didn't hate him, so we can't hate him. She released, because she's still here. Let's just be friends. <laughs> That's all we gonna be. Mm. All right, well, you guys, I don't know. We don't really need to rate this adaptation. Do we need to rate it? Because, I mean, we're all giving it a, a right. full bottle. Like, exactly. It's like, we, don't need, we need to rate it because, yes, it's a full bottle from full us. Full bottle from us. Another reason to drink a few glasses today. When it, I'm not paying a movie ticket. But when it comes out, I'm buying it. I'm watching it again. I'm it's going to be literally playing while I'm working and I'm going to be sitting along to it because that's all I listen to is musicals all day. This movie is something that will stay with me for years and years to come. It is going to stay in the test of time, I think, just like um, the original. Yeah. The original yeah. Yeah. I have to say, yeah, it'll yeah. be around for a while. Thank you so much, yeah. Steven Spielberg, Oprah Winfrey, and all of our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful African American and all other colors, actors. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> 
All right. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know what you thought about the new uh, Color Purple. Follow us on Rewatch Wine on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Please, please, please. Bye.